couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPolcito, and these Celtics beat the Milwaukee Bucks 119-116. This was not a game that was as close as the box score indicates. Um, Malik Beasley hit a three at the end of the game when nothing mattered. The Celtics already had solidified the victory. Uh, but this was a really solid, solid win. For the Celtics. Going to follow today's podcast, same as usual. Run through play of the game, run through some of the highs, some of the lows. And to get things started here, have to give player of the game to Jalen Brown. Unbelievable performance for Jalen in this one. Uh, after a game where he really struggled, we all talked about how Jalen Brown was going to bounce back. And this is exactly what he did. 26 points, led the team in scoring, led the team in assists with eight. Uh, which is an unbelievable night. The next closest was Al Horford with six. But Jalen Brown in this one did everything. 26 points, again, two rebounds, eight assists, a steal, only one turnover, only one. The league, the team leader in turnovers was actually Mr. Consistent Derek White. Won't really talk about that in the negatives because I thought he played outstanding tonight. But Jalen Brown in this one, super efficient. 10 of 16 from the field, 3 of 5 from 3, 3 of 3 from the free throw line. Jalen Brown did absolutely everything. A couple of huge buckets when the Celtics needed it most. Played really, really well in this one. The part that I loved the most about it was the passing. The playmaking from him tonight was incredible. Probably one of the best playmaking games we've seen from him all season long. Again, end of the night with 8. But the pick-and-roll game between him and Kristaps Porzingis is unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. They played an unbel- like an excellent 1-2 game in this one. And obviously, like you know, I'm not going to go out here and say that Porzingis is the 2 or the 1 in this case. Jason Tatum is clearly still there. Uh, but the pick-and-roll game between Jalen and Porzingis is unmatched on this team. They have such a chemistry... And they just play outstanding basketball with each other. Uh, Jalen Brown threw an alley-oop to Porzingis. Jalen Brown caught a backdoor pass from Porzingis. Like, the passing between the two, it doesn't need to be just from Jalen to Porzingis. Porzingis is also catching Jalen on backdoor cuts. The dynamic between the two of them is unbelievable. Jalen Brown, really, really good game. Really solid bounce-back effort after what was one of his worst performances of the season. So, got to give him player of the game. Very impressive. Big win against a monster Bucks team that was on a five-game win streak. So, good for him. Next best guy in this one, and again, I think this is easy, is Al Horford. Al Horford in this game, 11 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists, and a block. Played 31 minutes in this one. Porzingis played 27. And Porzingis was in foul trouble, had five fouls again tonight. But Al Horford was unbelievable from start to finish. There was a point in this game where they subbed Porzingis out, pulled Al Horford in to close the game. Al Horford was playing unbelievable on both sides of the ball. Offensively, moving the ball really well. But he was hitting his shots. Four of seven from the field, two of three from three. It's really hard to take Al Horford out 
when he's shooting efficiently and he's moving the ball at such a high level. If you have six assists from Al Horford, I mean, you're you're in for it. You're in for it. Really good game overall. You look at the starting lineup, you look at the bench as a whole. This was another game where we had very good scoring from the bench. We had seven guys in double digits for scoring. Drew Holiday was not one of them. Sam Hauser, Al Horford, Peyton Pritchard, all three of them off the bench in double digits. Like this was an unbe- another very, very good game from the Celtics bench. We've seen it a lot lately, but they carried us in points of this game. And if you look, like the Celtics starters, you know, frankly, Jason Tatum, minus two, Christoph Porzingis, the only starter that was positive as far as plus minus goes with a positive three. Holiday, minus one. D. White, minus three. Jalen Brown, minus three. But it's Sam Hauser with a plus 10. Al Horford, plus five. P- Peyton Pritchard, plus six. This is a game that the Celtics won, and only one starter was positive and plus minus. We had a very, very good bench showing, and it's a game where we only played eight guys. But you look, you've got 31 minutes from Al Horford, 21 from Pritchard, 20 from Hauser. This isn't a game where the Celtics went all out, played Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown 40 minutes. Tatum led the team with 36. You've got 35 for Holiday, White, and JB. So again, it's not a crazy minutes game. You know, you'd like to see those minutes down one or two, but frankly, that's not a ton, right? But the fact that you're getting 20 solid minutes from Hauser, Horford, Pritchard, this is what you need, right? Once playoffs come, the rotations dwindle down to eight slash potentially nine. You're not going to get much past that, again, unless there's injuries. But watching... That bench unit go out there, play the way that they did, is super impressive. Al Horford led the charge on that front. So really good games from JB, from Al Horford. But frankly, you know, you had good games from almost everybody. You know, Sam Hauser, Peyton Pritchard, give both of them credit. Ten points for both of them. Four of five from the field from Sam Hauser. Four of seven from the field from Peyton Pritchard. Solid shooting. A block, Sam Hauser, excellent block on Damian Lillard. Like, excellent block on Damian Lillard. Uh, They took advantage of every matchup. They shot really well from the field. 52% from the field, 40.5% from three, 17 of 42. They didn't take a ton of free throws in this one, but we took more. We made more than the Milwaukee Bucks, 14 of 17. They were 13 of 17. Uh, So, Celtics did pretty well. The ball was moving. I don't think that, you know, I talked about it a little bit after the last game, Jason Tatum and his 45-point, you know, master class, I would say, for, for the majority of the game, right? There, The ball movement wasn't really there because Jason Tatum was absolutely going off. Feed him the ball. Let him go one-on-one. That's fine, right? If he's feeling it, get him the ball. Nobody was in a zone where it was undeniable that the next shot was going to be made. They just moved the ball incredibly. There were a couple of moments in today's game. You know, frankly, Jalen Brown probably could have ended this game with 14 assists. He had probably another four or five hockey assists in this one. Uh, But the passing was unbelievable, I thought, from him. But frankly, you look at the rest of the team as a whole, everyone moved the ball really well. Really well. Derek White, solid. Jason Tatum, solid. 
Al Horford, solid. Peyton Pritchard only ended the night with one assist. He moved the ball really well. Really well. So you have a lot of guys stepping up in this game. And these are the types of games that it matters. Obviously, you want to win the games against you know teams like the Hornets, like the Magic, that aren't really doing much. But these are the games that you need to step up. These are the teams that are going to be battling against you for that one two seed, right, in the Eastern Conference. These are the games that you must that you need to put your best foot forward. And that's what the Celtics did in this one. Truly, truly great performance. Jason Tatum, I'll give him credit in this one. A uh, couple of great drives. I thought he was a, a lot more aggressive getting to the rim. Uh, we saw him kind of get away from a lot of his post-ups recently. Uh, settle for a lot of threes. And this isn't a game where I'm, I'm going to say he didn't settle for threes. He still took nine of them. Was two of nine from three of this, which isn't great. Uh, however, seven of 17 from the field. You know, if you do the math, that's what, five of eight from inside the arc? Uh, still pretty aggressive. Seven of nine from the free throw line. So he clearly got to the rim. Uh, but a lot of it was post-ups. You know, this was Jason Tatum taking advantage of Chris Middleton a lot. Chris Middleton, too short, too small for Jason Tatum, and he was making it well-known throughout this game. Really impressive performance from him. We saw incredible spurts with Porzingis. You know, shooting percentages from the field, excellent. From three, two of seven, not ideal, right? But, the again, the pick-and-roll game, between him and Jalen Brown, unbelievable. Yeah, this is another one for him. Seven of eight from the from inside of the arc, uh, six rebounds and assists, twenty one points. Again, the only starter that was positive in the plus minus. Did get in foul trouble. Wasn't able to play as many minutes as you would have liked. Uh, but this is a really tough matchup. You've got Brook Lopez. You've got Giannis. Like these are tough guys to guard, right? So Porzingis got in foul trouble, got another tech, which you don't love to see. Uh, but through and through, you got really solid performances. The only one that we really didn't get an unbelievable performance from on the offensive end was Drew Holiday. However, defensively, he was just a pest. And he hit a couple of big shots. Like He had a huge three from Porzingis in that fourth quarter uh, that really set the Celtics up. That was his only make of the entire night. One of five from three, one of eight from the field. Uh, but again, eight rebounds, an assist, a steal, a block. Played solid. But you look at the way that the Celtics performed tonight. This was a team that had a 21-point lead. Like, there was zero points in this game where the Celtics did not lead. The Celtics built a lead up all the way to 21. And to their dismay, and I'll talk about that in the next half here, uh, they watched that 21 lead get all the way down to three. Less than ideal. Absolutely less than ideal. However, came out with a big, big victory. Again, 119-116, improved to 12-3 and on the season. Uh, this isn't perfect. I want to talk through some of the negatives here, but I don't want to dwell on it too long because this is a massive win. But before we dive into some of the negatives, I want to take a quick break for word from our sponsors. If you're looking to buy or sell in the near future, meet Deb Burke, your trusted realtor at Compass Real Estate, serving Massachusetts and New Hampshire. With a passion for finding dream homes, Deb is committed to making your real estate journey a breeze. Whether you're buying or selling, Deb's got your back. 
Reach out today at 978-930-4621 or email deb.burke at compass.com to start your next chapter. Let's turn your real estate dreams into reality. Are you tired of insurance options that leave you feeling lost in the dark? Look no further than Joe Lyman of Brightway Insurance. Joe goes above and beyond to find the perfect coverage for you. So whether it's homeowners, renters, car, commercial, or even pet insurance, Joe will make sure you're protected where and when it matters most. Contact Joe at joe.lyman at brightwayinsurance.com today and let him brighten your path to peace of mind. So whether you're driving, working out, or just relaxing, make sure to check out Joe Lyman at Brightway Insurance. Brightway Insurance, your beacon in the world of insurance. Hey, Boston Celtics fans, are you ready to experience the thrill of an epic game at the TD Garden? Look no further than SeatGeek, your go-to source for the best Celtics tickets in town. With SeatGeek, finding the perfect seats to catch all the Celtics action has never been easier. From courtside to the nosebleeds, they've got it all, and they've got it at the best prices. Plus, they even rate every deal on a scale of 1 to 10 to help you find the best value. But here's the deal. When you use the special promo code VSN, you'll get an exclusive discount. So why pay more when you can use VSN and save on your Boston Celtics tickets? All right, let's dive into some of the negatives here. Uh, It starts in that fourth quarter. Uh, and I feel like this has kind of happened a couple times over the last four games. Celtics have been one of the best clutch teams in the NBA. Last four games haven't been great. Uh, we got outscored 37 to 25 in the fourth quarter tonight. Prior to that, we outscored them 29, 17 in the first, 38, 36 in the second, 27, 26 in the third, but again, outscored by 12 in that fourth quarter. Fortunately, we built up such a big lead throughout the rest of the game that it didn't matter. Uh, but we let the we let the Bucks go on an 18 to five run in a four minute stretch, leading towards the end of that game. And frankly, if Damian Lillard didn't miss a huge open dunk, this would have been a two point game with 18 seconds left, and the Celtics would have been put into the same position we were in last game against Charlotte where we needed to hit free throws, and we were going to give the Milwaukee Bucks a chance to tie the game. So the Celtics need to figure out ways to close out games against good teams. Because this is a game, the the Celtics were up by 21 points. At the end of the third quarter, we were up 94-79. That's a 15-point lead at the end of the third. They built that lead even further in the fourth and then watched it just absolutely dive into the ground. Like, the Celtics cannot do this. It's happened a couple times. I'm not going to say it's happened a lot because it hasn't. The Celtics, I mean, they're 12-3, and right? So at the end of the day, the Celtics have played very well through most of the season. Uh, But there are points. The Celtics turned the ball over. We saw a couple of bad shots. Jalen Brown took one. Jason Tatum took one. Both pull-up threes. Bad spots. Uh, But 15 turnovers for the Celtics. 16 points off of those. I will give the Celtics a lot of credit. I think defensively, they played really well through most of this. Damian Lillard ended the game with 27 points, uh, but there was a point of this game where you held Jalen, uh, where you held Giannis Antetokounmpo and Damian Lillard to like 20% shooting in the first quarter. It was unbelievable. We held Dame to just three points on one of seven 
from the field uh, in that first quarter. And it's just the Celtics played unbelievable defense through a lot of this game. But even if you look, Giannis and Takubo in this one, 7 of 20 from the field, not ideal. Damian Lillard, 11 of 24, 3 of 10 from 3, not ideal for them, right? So Celtics defensively played pretty well. The funny part of this game is if you look at the plus minuses, Giannis, Brooke Lopez, Damian Lillard, Malik Beasley, all of them were positive, plus minus. They had four guys. Four of their five starters were positives. We have one starter that's positive, and then three bench guys. The big difference for this Bucks team is they have all five of their bench guys were huge negatives. And this is... Yeah, it's funny because you go back to you know the beginning of the year when all of these trades were made. Everybody was talking about the Bucks having depth, the Celtics not having depth. But our bench far exceeded the expectations, far ex- outplayed what the Bucks got from their bench. So it's just it's fun. Like this is a a win that the Celtics deserved because they definitely outplayed the Bucks. But it's a win that came from a lot of great performances throughout this lineup. And it's not your typical Jason Tatum going off, getting his 30 plus. Like this was a game. Jason Tatum was fine. He was good, but it wasn't an unbelievable performance. 23 points on two of nine from three, seven of 17 from the field is an unbelievable basketball, but he had performances from everybody. And this is what it boils down to. You look at the Celtics team. It is the most talented one through six in the NBA. And that is what is going to carry the Celtics through a lot of these games. So very impressive performance from them. Again, they improved to 12-3 and three on the season. As I mentioned last time, the Philadelphia 76ers lost another game. Uh, so the Celtics sit as the only team in the Eastern Conference with three losses. The only other team in the NBA with three losses is the Timberwolves, who was one of our losses. Uh, But the Celtics have two additional wins. So from a a winning percentage, the Celtics are the best in the NBA right now. We have a a one-and-a-half game lead in the Eastern Conference, a two-game lead over Milwaukee, Miami, and somehow the Orlando Magic, who we play on Friday. Uh, But the Celtics are rolling. The Celtics are rolling at this point. That is where we're going to wrap things up. Fun game right before Thanksgiving. Have a fantastic Thanksgiving, everybody. We're going to be back on Friday. Big game for the Celtics, another in-season tournament performance where the Celtics have the opportunity to move to 3-0 in group play and kind of solidify their chances in a, a spot to move into the, you know, the playoff rounds for the in-season tournament. But that is where we're going to wrap things up. Have a great night, Celtics fans. We'll talk soon. Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics?